0: Now to your host.
1: What's up, everybody? You are what's up? Back for another episode of A Place in Canton. You know where we discuss uh, two guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame, and we discuss if they should or should not be there. And then we also have two guys who are in the Hall of Fame, and we also discuss if they should be there or not. I'm one of your hosts again. I'm Dylan,
0: and I'm Jordan. Welcome back. Good to have you guys back.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, try to get more guys on, but uh, you know, everyone's got their own shows and everyone's got fan and stuff like that. So hopefully next time, uh, hopefully next time we'll have uh, Brandon Saff along with us, or we can get someone else. Uh, everyone's busy, so it's just gonna be me and Jordan again, which is no big deal. But uh, I think we're gonna have an interesting show for you guys today. Uh, the two guys that we have who are not in the Hall of Fame, uh, I think. Definitely, definitely deserve to be there. At least one of them for sure. The other one you could really make a case for, um, if he should or if he should not. Uh, so we're just gonna jump right into it. And the first guy we're gonna talk about that's not in the Hall of Fame that should be there or not, depend. You know, opinions vary.
0: Is gonna
1: be Tiki Barber. Believe it or not, he is not in the Hall of Fame. I these are all names watched like I've watched like growing up. Like I said on the last show, I was never really into the whole. Uh, Hall of Fame, like who was in there, who wasn't type of ordeal. Uh, I just kind of figured like knowing who they were, like being like one of the best at their position, I just kind of figured they're in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Like, you start looking this stuff up and you're like, okay. I, he was one of the best at his position. Why is he not there? Right. So, yeah, not in the Hall of Fame. So am going to start with Tiki Barber and I have some stuff here. So, as you guys know, Tiki Barber has a brother, Rondé Barber, who was a cornerback for the Buccaneers. in the Super Bowl with John Gruden. He's also not in the Hall of Fame, just so you guys know. Uh, so, Tiki Barber has been eligible for the Hall of Fame the past eight years, believe it or not. And never, not once, ever, has he been a finalist or a semifinalist. So, he's only been nominated. He's never even made it past that step. He's just been nominated. Remember I told you guys last time you can literally pick a player to nominate and ride it to the address in Canton, Ohio, to the hall of fame. And you know, your player will get nominated, but he never even made it onto the next step. So he's been eligible for eight years, has not made it to the next step at all. So no semifinalist, no finalist. All he has been done is been nominated. That's it. Crazy. Uh, and well, uh, yeah, and uh, his twin brother Rondé uh, was a semifinalist. in his first year, his first year of eligibility in 2018, Ronnie Barber is obviously not in the Hall of Fame, like we said earlier. But he he has been a semifinalist before. Uh, Tiki has not. So the stuff I have here is pretty interesting. And it it, it was actually hard for me to read, uh, and then realize he's not in the Hall of Fame. It's I what I read was I was astonished. So what I have here is uh, he's the three time Pro Bowler. Pretty good. He led the league twice in yards from scrimmage and is only one of three players to have 10,000 rushing yards. Or sorry, 10,000 career yards uh, rushing and 5,000 career yards receiving. Marshall Falk Falk, and Marcus Allen are the only others, and both of them were elected to the Hall of Fame in their first year's eligibility. So he's only one of three players. The other two are already in the Hall of Fame to have 10,000 rushing yards for a career and 5,000 receiving yards for a career the other two above him already in the hall of fame. Yeah. That already blows my mind because how can you have the other two guys in the hall of fame, but not Tiki Barber? It doesn't
0: make any sense. No,
1: no, it, it really doesn't. So Tiki Barber <clears throat> retired the 2006 season. <clears throat> he was, uh, he was the Giants all-time rushing and receiving leader with four of the five best rushing totals in team history. He has the most 100-yard rushing games. He had the most 200-yard rushing games. He set franchise records for career rushing yards in ten thousand four hundred forty-nine and career yards per carry at four point seven and most scrimmage most scrimmage yards in a career at fifteen thousand six hundred thirty-two. So, <clears throat> it's the last total that should really get your attention—that fifteen thousand six hundred thirty-two uh, scrimmage uh, scrimmage yards. Because what I have here is that ranks 14th. Uh, 14th place among all NFL players currently just behind Terrell Owens and uh, just ahead of Edron James uh, of the 11 players eligible for the uh for Canton for the Hall of Fame who are ahead of Tiki Barber uh, all of them are in the Hall of Fame so he is the only one that is not there uh, besides two uh, so out of the 14 11 of them are in the Hall of Fame so they're they're like there are guys behind him that are in the Hall of Fame. The guys ahead of him are in the Hall of Fame. So eleven of them are in the Hall of Fame. He is the only one. You know the only two other players on that list who are not in the Hall of Fame yet: Frank Dude. Gore and Larry Fitzgerald. Those are the only two player, other two players on that list. Wow. So everyone else, on, everyone else besides Tiki, Larry, and Frank Gore are in the Hall of Fame that have that many yards from scrimmage. Wow. So. <clears throat> He was an all-purpose back. Obviously, as you guys know, if you guys never watched him, he was outrageous. Uh, yeah. He was one of the NFL's premier performers. He rushed for a 1,000 or more yards in six of his seven years that he was a starter. He averaged almost 64 catches a season. Uh, three, he, he had three times where he produced over 2,000 yards from scrimmage, uh, including a franchise record. He had 2,390 yards from scrimmage in 2005. <clears throat> That last figure ranks third in NFL history behind Chris Johnson and Marshall Falk and just just ahead of the Damian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk and the Damian Tomlinson, both in the hall of fame. Here is the last part that, uh, really, uh, blew my mind. So remember Jordan, how we talked in the last episode, uh, how we kind of figured that, uh, you know, like, uh, Troy Aikman, uh, I kind of said he's really only in the hall of fame because of his suit bowls. Yeah. Tiki Barber does not have a suit bowl. No, he doesn't. That's why I'm thinking he's not in the hall of fame because what I'm reading to you guys, there should be no reason why he's not. Yeah, with these Damn. stats. I so mean this this right here is what I thought to be crazy. Let me pull it up. So let me ask you a question, Jordan. Yes. Marshawn Lynch, Hall yes. of Fame or not? Yeah, he will be in the Hall of Fame. Easy, right? Easy Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what he did as a running back was pretty outrageous,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, he, it was stuff like we haven't seen before from yeah, his time he, in Buffalo all the way to the uh end when he was at the Raiders.
1: Yeah, he, he just he couldn't be tackled.
0: He was just a he was just a
1: force to be reckoned with, right? Yeah, I mean, every I don't remember the exact game, but everybody remembers the game Seattle against uh what was it the
0: Saints and the wild card game? Is that what it was? It. Well, it depends what you're talking about. You're talking about the the long run where he threw. Yeah, Lattimore.
1: Yeah, where he he had he he, he broke like 13 tackles to score a touchdown to win the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, dude. Yes. So that was I mean, insane. Yeah. Crazy.
1: But he's a surefire Hall of Famer, right? There should be no reason why he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame. No, he should get in. Okay. People talk about the four year run of Marshawn Lynch because he had those four years where he was outrageous. 2011 to. to 2014, where he was just like the craziest guy out there. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch and that four-year span averaged 1,339 yards rushing a year and 4.53 yards a carry. That makes him Hall of Fame worthy. Each of Tiki Barber's last five seasons, 2001 and 2006, he averaged 1,528.6 yards and 2,054.8 yards from scrimmage. <laughs> he checked in at 4.8 yards a carry. One more thing. Marshawn Lynch had 10,379 yards career rushing. Like for his, for his whole career. Tiki Barber has 10,449 yards career rushing. Man. So I asked you that question for a reason. You think Marshawn Lynch is a Hall of Famer? Tiki Barber has all the better stats statistically and more career rushing yards. Yeah. Not in the Hall of Fame. It's
0: crazy. It just, you just got to want, it makes you wonder, like, what are some of these real reasons that's, that they're I'm not saying. telling you?
1: And and that, and that that's what I kind of want to talk to you about last time. Like, we both agreed Joe Namath and Troy Eggman are only in there because of their Super Bowl wins. Yeah. I, a, unless they're going off something else, it, that's the only thing I can think of. Unless you have something else, that's the only thing I can think of why they're in there.
0: Yeah, back – I guess back then when they were picking people for the Hall of Fame or – or, you know, whenever they did, or, and however they looked at it, they probably looked at, you know, if you were the, if you were one of the top dogs and you were one of the guys and you won a Super Bowl at all, ever, then it was like, hey, uh, we consider you Hall of Fame worthy. You know, it's like that's, that's, if you look at all the statistics, I mean, that's what's good, that's what it's showing.
1: Because, uh, I mean, and that and that didn't even go over any of the awards he had ever won, right? I, I don't I don't have the awards that he won pulled up. I have them. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, guys, those were just stats that he averaged in his career, minus any of the awards that he won.
0: Yeah.
1: So what? Well, what, what he also, as of
0: 2018, Tiki Barber still uh, has he still has at least 22 Giants franchise records. That's freaking crazy. 22. Okay, now if Saquon Barkley stays healthy and stays in New York. That could be a different story, but that's a lot yeah. of records to break, though. Oh, dude. 22 has, is a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go – I won't go over all the numbers because that take me a while, but I'll kind of go over them briefly here. Uh, he has most rushing attempts, most, most rush – Uh, attempts in a season most rushing attempts in a career um uh most rush yards in a career most rush yards in a season most rush yards in a game which was 234 and 2006 against washington jeez
1: 234 yards in a game
0: yeah oh my god uh most rushing uh yards per attempt career most rushing attempts yard playoff season which is 5.27 now now listen they only had seven – he only had seven playoff games in his career in the ten years that he was in the league, all right? And, well, I guess – well, okay, I guess I thought too far ahead because I was like, wait a minute. I was like, most rushing uh, – most rush yards attempted in a playoff season, I don't think really the Giants have really gone anywhere besides those two Super Bowls, but that was before Barber. No, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, yeah. no. no, no. Eli never I don't think did Eli never played with Barber, did he?
1: No. Um, I don't I don't think so. He retired. I mean, I don't think so. He he's been <laughs> I, I, he's been he's been retired for a long time. His most uh,
0: yards most yards from scrimmage career, most yards from scrimmage season, most yards from scrimmage game, <laughs> most yeah, yards was, from, most retired. yards from scrimmage playoff. Um most all-purpose yards, most all-purpose yards, career, season, and game. Most punt return yards in a season, 5.06 in 1999. Um, m- most 100-plus yards rushing uh, career. He had 40 of those. He had 40 career games of uh, 100 or m- more yards rushing. Um, uh, he had nine. Let's see. He had nine seasons where he what, – what, let's see. Most 100-yard rushing games in a season with nine. 2004 and 2006, tied with Joe Morris. Uh, most 100-yard ru- uh, yard rushing games in a playoff, two. And most 1,000-yard rushing yard seasons, six. Um, I mean, the guy, he, you know, he started his breakout season in 2000, uh, Barber. I mean, we all know him for his uh, expect- uh, expectational cutback, you know, and his quick feet. I mean, just making everybody miss left and right.
1: Yeah. Um
0: he had great vision. Uh, it was just, man, dude, it, he was a great player watching growing up. He was definitely one of the guys that you always, you know. Obviously, we didn't pay, play fantasy back then, but though I'm pretty sure he was one of the guys that um, that power. were monsters, you know what I'm saying, like first round, you know. But, yeah, he has 22 records still to this day since 2018. Um, 22 records, man. And then um, some of his awards that he's won throughout his career, um, Virginia Cavaliers, uh, he got his jersey retired. Um, He was the ACC Offensive Player of the Year in 1996. Uh, He was the ACC Player of the Year in 96. So he was the ACC Player and the Offensive Player of the Year. So it's like we didn't just give him Player of the Year. We gave him Player of the Year and Offensive Player. (laughs) Um, uh,
1: To answer your question earlier, Eli Manning, I guess he did play with Tiki Barber. Uh, That's what I thought, right? Yeah, Tiki retired following the 2006 season. Eli Manning was drafted in 2004. Uh, That's right. Where he made his debut, his debut, week one against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, in relief of Kurt Warner. Ah, wow. so, so he did play with uh, Tiki Barber for a couple of years.
0: He's in the New York Giants' ring of honor. He's uh, three-time Pro Bowl from 2004 to 2006, and he finished first-team All-Pro in 2005. I mean – he played his entire career, like Dylan said, with the Giants from '97 to 2006. 10,000 yards, 55 rushing touchdowns, five over 570, over 580 receptions, 5,000 receiving yards, 12 receiving touchdowns. I mean, dude, I just because this man, he has a great resume, great resume. Like I don't understand, I, I just don't get it. He's one of the legends. They know he is. How are you not put him in? Not,
1: not even a semifinalist, not even a semifinalist. I, I, that's what I don't like. That's what I really don't understand is he's not, he, he wasn't even a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame. eight years. He's been eligible eight years, never been a semifinalist, not once. That's crazy. His brother was a, his brother was a semifinalist. His first year eligibility. Tiki Barber has done all this and has not been a semifinalist once. And that's what I find so crazy. Just reading off that stat. He had like I said before, he had fifteen thousand six hundred and thirty-two yards from scrimmage for his career. Like I said, it ranks fourteenth among all all NFL players, just behind Terrell Owens and just ahead of Edron James. Of the eleven players eligible for Canton who are, who are all ahead of uh, Barber, all yeah. are in the Hall of Fame. Besides yeah. Frank Gore and Larry Fitzgerald, and they'll be there. They'll be in the Hall of Fame. One day. Frank Gore's third. I think I think he finished third on the all-time rushing list. And Larry Fitzgerald just one of the greatest receivers I ever play football. <laughs> so that stat and like the, the even even the stat with Marcus Allen and, and Marshall Falk, that's that's a normal I can't wrap my hand around. Ten thousand career rushing yards, five thousand career receiving yards. Only three players have ever done that in the history of the NFL. Marshall Falk, Marcus Allen. Tiki Barber, yep. Two of them are in the Hall of Fame. The other How? one is not. I, How is that, he not? That's what I don't understand. He he is he is up there as far as rushing yards, receiving yards, carries, touchdowns. He's up there with the the. Well, I guess if you're in the Hall of Fame, I guess what we would call the greatest ever. I mean, these are the greatest players ever. Technically, if you're in the Hall of Fame, you are you are a great. You are yeah. one of the greatest ever to play the game. You know. Quote, unquote, so so we say. But we all know who Marcus Allen is. We all know who Marcus Allen is. One of the best running backs, you know, of his time. We definitely all know who Marshall Falk is. One of the greatest running backs probably ever in the history of the game. Yeah. You know, what he did, you know, it, it, it was just crazy, you know. And. Tiki Barber is right up there with him on that list, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. That's... That makes sense. And like and like you said, you read off all of his stats. You read off all of his awards. Uh, he holds twenty two. He holds twenty two giant records. That's that. I don't. I don't know. This one stumps me more than the ones we talked about last week. Yep, it really does. I, it, I'm baffled. Yeah, My, dude. it's, it's it, it and and everyone knows who Tiki is. Yeah. You all know I mean, who he
0: is. You see him, you see him a lot around um, on TV too. I mean, he's he uh analyzes uh football, obviously, and he makes random appearances on he's been on I think Family Feud, he's been a judge, I think on Master Chef or something, or you know, something like that. I've seen him around I mean, you see him around, I mean. I mean, you know, he's a he's a handsome black man. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a, uh, a oh, uh, he's a, he's an audience person. You know what I'm saying? Like he can talk, you know what I'm saying? He's a great analyst, like on top of that. I mean, he's just a great overall person, but I mean, how through all the stuff that we've read off stats and all everything like that. Okay. Yeah. He didn't really have a playoff career. And then if you're looking at that from today's aspect, man, that's just not, I mean, that's just not right. Like no. for one, you got to look at who has similar stats to him that are in right now? Because I mean, yeah, you can be like, Oh, well, the times were different. Oh, the times were different. Yeah. Yeah. We understand that. I get it. It, it might've been different, but it, it, it's, I mean, it, you just can't snub somebody like that either. Like, yeah. you know, they deserve a place in Canton. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they do. And, and, and
1: I mean, just the names that he's associated with, Yes, I, I could give three shits less if you want a Super Bowl or not. I right. tell you guys, last time I'm a huge stat guy. He is up there with what we call greats. Yes, he's up there with the greatest. He is up there, and he's yep. being snubbed. Like even this. So he has 68 touchdowns in his career. It ranks 113th, uh, 113th in league history. But they tie him with Ray Berry, Raymond Berry. Sorry. Art Monk and Larry Kasanka, Kis- uh, all those guys are Hall of Famers. His career rushing average was four point seven yards uh, a-, a carry.
0: Yeah,
1: ties him with OJ Simpson, Hugh McElhaney, and Adrian Peterson. Simpson and Hugh are both in the Hall of Fame. Adrian Peterson will be there one day, but he's not. Yes, he will. So what I'm what I'm trying to get to you guys. I know, like we're reading off stats, and you're like, okay, what does that mean? He is statistically stat-wise, he is associated with Hall of Famers. That is it.
0: That's he, it. He is
1: associated with nothing but Hall of Famers or and future Hall of Famers, like Adrian Peterson, Frank Gore, Larry Fitzgerald, those guys. He is not won a Super Bowl, like Jordan said, didn't really have a playoff career. I don't give a shit, to be honest. When you're up there and you're mentioned with some of the greatest players, respectively at their position and you're mentioned to them you're one of only 14 to have that many scrimmage yards or you're the you're one of only three players to have 10,000 career rushing yards and 5,000 career receiving yards and everyone is in the Hall of Fame but you yeah that's has got to hurt it does and uh, I read something and he had an interview where he's like I don't really care I did my best you know I'm I'm proud of what I accomplished in the NFL he can say he doesn't care it, that's gotta hurt. Cause I, it'd be bothering me. I know yeah. that you have a yeah. crew like that and you're everyone else around you is getting in the hall of fame, but you're not. Yeah. And like me and Jordan talked about it last week, guys, we don't know if it's just the super bowls or if they're judging it based on something else, but stat wise, there should be no reason why he's not in the hall of fame.
0: Nope. He should be in there and he's getting snubbed and he, like we said, he deserves a place in Canton and we both hope he gets there one day.
1: Yes. Uh, the next guy you could honestly, uh, the next guy you could honestly make a case for, believe it or not. Uh, I, I, I would think, I would think he'd be in the hall of fame. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone knows who he is. Uh, I mean, I, I just watched a video just the other day where uh, they were interviewing Ray Lewis. And they asked him if he missed the game, right? You guys all know who Ray Lewis is. Yep. One of the best middle linebackers ever in the history of ever when in the NFL. You all know who he is. They asked him if he missed the game. He said, no, I don't. I don't miss the game at all. He said, what I miss is the moments. That's what he missed. He he, he, he misses the moments. So in that moment, right, uh, one of the moments that he mentioned was looking over the line at Eddie George and seeing the look in his eyes. So the guy that we're talking about that is not in the Hall of Fame that we think should be there is Eddie George. If Ray Lewis... Talks about you as one of his favorite moments, looking you in the eyes, uh, you know, knowing that you're going to get the ball and you guys are both making eye contact. And that's one of Ray Lewis's favorite moments. That should mean something just in general. Eddie George was a force on the field. Force. A force. I mean, shit. He almost won a Super Bowl for Tennessee against uh, uh, against the Rams. Yeah. So he was What? A yard, two yards away. Man. I mean, if you guys don't remember, go look at it. I mean, I don't know what they call it, but, you know, I call it the reach. The reach. He got spun up, and the reach, as far as he could, he put his hands out there. (laughs) And he was – he came up just short, last second of a Super Bowl. Yeah. Eddie Eddie George. George has been a semifinalist for the Hall of Fame. He was a semifinalist this year. Uh, he is the Titans all-time leading rusher. Probably won't be by the end of Derrick Henry's career. <laughs> but as of right now, Eddie George is still the leading rusher. That's, uh, that, that should still say something. He's been retired for how long? And he's still the leading rusher uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, he uh, George has rushed for... He rushed for 10,009 yards and eight seasons, eight, 10,009 Amen. yards and eight seasons with the Titans and Oilers. And he rushed for about 10,441 yards overall in his whole career.
0: May, 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 hold on. May I cut in there right there? Yeah. Um, now I'm not trying to throw off your stats, but I, my stats say nine years.
1: Yeah, just his eight seasons with the Titans and Oilers. Just he, he
0: played a year with the Cowboys. Oh, okay. You're okay. Four. You're just doing the. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he rushed for ten thousand nine yards in his eight season with the Titans and Oilers. If you guys don't know, the Houston Texans used to be the Houston Oilers. He was drafted by the. He was drafted by the Houston Oilers. Yep. Later on, he is very. He played one season with the Oilers. That was his first season in the NFL. After that, it's been pretty much his whole career in Tennessee. Played his last year, I think, in my like two thousand four, I think, somewhere around there. Played yeah. that uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Or I believe uh, from looking at his stats, it looked like he was a starter. Uh, he had a bunch of rushes. I think he only had like 430-something yards, though. So, yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, he was he was that old, and he was still uh, yeah. contrib- contributing to a team. That's pretty impressive as it is. Yeah. Uh, so he had 10,441 uh, uh, rushing yards overall in his nine-year career. Like we said, that included one year with the Oilers, one year with the Cowboys, the rest all with the Titans. Uh, he became the 17th running back in NFL history to surpass 10,000 career rushing yards. And he got there in his final game of 2003. He currently ranks 28th among all-time leading rushers. That's pretty good.
0: That is really good. Out of all
1: the players in the NFL, like all the running backs that have came and went in the NFL, you're yeah. ranked 28th all time.
0: That's great.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> George was a starter for his first 130 games of his NFL career. Jeez, man. From the get go, he was a starter. So, for 130 games in a row, he was a starter. Man. Uh, which ranked uh, only second to Walter Payton, mm-hmm. which we all know is <laughs> uh, among running backs. So, uh, as far as starting games, uh, he is second. Uh, I guess it would be in NFL history uh, when it comes to starting games in a row. Uh, He only falls behind Walter Payton, who had 170. Uh, So, I mean, that just shows that he was tough and he stayed healthy. uh, And uh, he really never got hurt. I mean, if you're starting 130 games in a row, that's pretty outrageous, man. Yeah, Uh, He ran better. uh, He ran for better uh, than 1,200 yards in each of his first five seasons. 1,200 yards, first five seasons. That includes his rookie year. That's nuts. Uh, here's what's even crazier. It's a feat only matched by one person. Do you want to know who that person is? Wait, say that again. Uh, so he rushed for uh, he rushed for more than 1,200 1, yards in his first five seasons. Yeah, and that's a that's a feat only matched by one person. There's only been one other person who did what he did.
0: Oh. Um.
1: Hmm. Any clues? Uh he was a, a, a oh, Rams yeah. running back. He, Rams running back, he holds he's all uh he holds the most rushing yards in a season ever. Dickerson. It is. Damn. A feat only matched by Eric Dickerson. And if you guys don't know who he is, go look him up. He yeah. still holds the record today for most rushing yards ever in a season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, that it, dude, Eric Dickerson, monster beast like a fr- like a damn you're like a refrigerator dude you, what, you what, what,
1: what did he have like 2300 yards or twenty? Tw- adrian peterson came close well he was like
0: 90 yards away or yeah or like dude 80, 90 yards. Y- y- i think it was 90 yards he, he, was, he was something like that but
1: adrian, let's put it that way guys like adrian peterson is the only one who's ever came close no one has came close since no uh, he became the sixth player to rush for more than a thousand yards in each of his first five seasons uh four of the first five Four of the first five players who have done that are in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yes. So he is the only one.
1: Eddie George is the only one on that list, not in the Hall of Fame. Man. George's 8,978 rushing yards over his first eight seasons were the most in the NFL during that time. He rushed for 1,368 yards as a rookie. That's unheard of. That's crazy. Even, Even in today's game. Yeah, crazy. At the time, that was among the top ten for a first-year player, and he became one of five players to ever have more than four hundred rushing attempts in a single season when he carried it four hundred and three times (laughs) in two thousand. Holy shit! That's a lot. Three times, boy. That's like that's like an old version of Derrick Henry. Man, just a workhorse. God dang. He was the 14th pick in 1996. He started 128 games. uh, And uh, he he started 128 games. He played for the Titans. And he started 136 of 141 in his career. So let let me rephrase that. He started 130 NFL games straight. He started 136 of his 141 in his career. So he almost never missed a game.
0: Damn, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you look here, games played, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. And then his last year, of course, when he's, you know, a little bit older, it's 13. But still, man, it's like, dude, this guy had over, well over almost 330 attempts a year, bro. In 2000, he had 403 attempts for for 1500 yards, dude. He averaged uh, 94 yards per game, dude, in 2000. Like, I mean, that's great that crazy man i mean he you know you want he won offensive rookie of the year for pro bowls i mean dude i mean I, how is he not in like it's i'm gonna make it my famous line this guy he he needs a place in canton he does
1: uh so uh to add on to what you just said that 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 403 rushing yards mm-hmm. uh, in that 2000 season yeah the list I'm looking at there is really only one player that I see uh, that's, like, like super like, – well, I guess there's, there's a couple players that are, like, super, super modern, but, like, just to, like, give, like, a list. So, like, the next closest guys that I can really think of that, like, are, like, modern, modern guys was uh, DeMarco Murray, 2014. He had 392 rushing attempts in a season. Jesus Derrick Henry, we all know Derrick Henry, workhorse, gets the ball half the time that he plays in the game. He had 378 carries in a season. So Eddie George had 403. Yeah. Eddie George ranks fourth all-time for most rushing attempts in a single season, only behind uh, three other guys, Wilder, Anderson, and Johnson. Uh, again, all Hall of Famers. So,
0: yeah, and on top of that, you thought Tiki Barber – You thought Tiki Barber had some records. This man... Oh, God. This man has 28 since 2017. Still holds them since 2017. 28, like, franchise records? Yes, franchise records. Shaysa. And that's Tennessee. Who was their running back after George and before um, uh, Henry? You know what? That's a good question. Titans, Titans. Titans but dude I mean this guy he had all but one year where he had a thousand yards uh rushing I mean 28 dude Titans franchise records he has most rushing attempts get this in career season playoff career playoff season playoff game rookie season and game as a rookie Chris Johnson answer your question
1: ooh Chris dude. Johnson followed Eddie, Eddie George's footsteps. That's right, dude. Because Chris Johnson
0: was a beast, yeah, dude.
1: Always got he, he was like Jamal Charles, just always got hurt, dude.
0: Because um, those guys would
1: probably be hall of famers if if their career was if their career. If their careers, Bro, we can almost have run.
0: we can almost talk about Jamal Charles and Chris Johnson for for our like vote to get into Canton because <laughs> those
1: guys because I mean those guys were just like oh my god some of the fastest guys you ever seen in your life. Dude, hey, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to. It was no, okay. Yeah, it was it's
0: Christian. okay. I, I mean, dude, like I said, he has most rushing attempts for the career, a season, playoff career, playoff season, playoff game, rookie season, and, and game as a rookie. Like, dude, oh, Jesus, uh, most rushing yards for a career at 10,000. Play any, I mean, he only had 776 yards in the playoffs. I mean, which, I mean, isn't terrible. Uh, I mean, he only had nine playoff games. How many years did they make it to the playoffs? I don't know. Doesn't have any Super Bowls. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, if this guy has to get in within the next couple of years. I mean, it just, I don't understand how a guy with this caliber, a guy with all this, dude, his career highlights and awards, I mean, there's so many right here. Ohio State Buckeye, he got his number retired. Usually, all these legends that go on to have a great career in the NFL, of course, the colleges always retire their number. Yeah, course. he's in the, he's in
1: the College Hall of Fame too, I believe.
0: Oh yeah, and he was uh, unanimous All American in 1995, Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, uh, Big Ten Most Valuable Player, uh, Doak Walker Award, Maxwell Award, uh, Walter Camp uh, Award, a Heisman Trophy winner. Titans, Oiler, Ring of Honor. Tennessee Titans, number 27, is retired. Uh, He was a PFWA All-Rookie team. Yeah, and like his rookie year, beast. Um, Four-time Pro Bowler, second team All-Pro in 99, and first team All-Pro in 2000. And he was, uh, like I said, mentioned before, in 96, the uh, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year as well. I mean, dude, 68 rushing touchdowns, only 10 receiving, but that just tells you he wasn't a receiving back. When oh. he got the ball he was running up your gut and through you and making you look disgusting on the ground. Yes. Um,
1: He's a big workhorse.
0: Big work big workhorse. I mean he averaged 3.6 yards per carry, but you got to think too. He was a he 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 was running mainly a lot up the middle. So I mean, you got to think a lot of those attempts were probably like this, you know, oh, two, yeah. 2 to 3 yards every
1: time. Yeah, th- but, there that, that was that was a running style back then north south that's, yes. that's what it was. Nose yeah. down, up the middle. I'm going to, you know, like, like I said while you were going, um, when they asked Ray Lewis if he missed the game, he said no. He said, I missed the moments. And one of the moments that he mentioned was looking over the line and looking directly into Eddie George's eyes and knowing that he was going to get the ball. And, like, they both locked eyes and, like, they knew where they were going. Like, he knew George was getting the ball and coming up the middle. And, like, Eddie knew that Ray Lewis was going to be there. So it was almost like north south. I'm getting the ball. I'm coming at you. Either you stop me or you don't. Yeah, that's that. That's that's who Eddie George was, guys. Yeah. So
0: and we we think he deserves um, a place in Canton, and uh, that's why uh, Dylan decided to pick him uh, for our our second guy. And I mean, I thought it was a great a great subject to cover because he was a monster, especially during our time um, growing up. You know, because we heard about him a lot, and he. <laughs> With these numbers, man, I mean, all he deserves a place. He does. Uh
1: we got uh two more. Uh yep.
0: They're gonna it's guys are in the hall of
1: fame that may or may not, you know, deserve to be there. But uh just a quick thing. Go to our merch store at the bottom, bonfire.com slash store slash Friday Sports Podcast. Uh you got if you guys have the podcast, you guys can pick up uh, you know, some shirts from us or whatever, it helps us out. Uh, you know, we're all you know, we all got ours coming. So uh you know, you guys can always go to our store, order some stuff from our store. Um, that'd be real cool. Also, uh, one of our sponsors, Row Brand Art Gallery out right there, discount code. Make sure you use that, VSP15. If you guys haven't checked out Row 1, you guys definitely should. They're awesome. Uh, and their art gallery, man, they got they got stuff from coffee mugs with old Cardinals logos on it to, uh, like, old pictures of, like, tickets from, like, way back in the day, like, like college football game tickets from way back in the day. Yep, uh, They got uh, a bunch of cool stuff. I don't know if you guys have ever went there and looked at it or anything, but if you haven't, you should. It'll make a really, it'll make a perfect gift for anybody uh, that loves sports, uh, girl or a guy. Uh, it's really for anyone. And like I said, use our discount code, uh, and you'll get about fifteen percent off or so. And it's it's definitely it's definitely worth a look. Even if you guys don't want to buy anything, definitely worth a look. I promise you, you guys will not be disappointed. And anything you see there.
0: Yeah, I actually just picked something up from Row One. I got me a nice vintage Raiders. Uh, oh yeah, so, uh, I got
1: uh, I got a uh, Walter Payton shirt. Nice a picture of Walter Payton, and uh, I forgot who he's holding the ball with, but he's got the ball in the air, and someone else is holding it. It was uh, the moment they won the Super Bowl in '85. Nice. So I actually I actually got that that coming. So I, like we said, guys, they got a lot of cool stuff, man. Just make sure you guys go check it out. Definitely worth a look. I promise you guys will not be disappointed. Uh, so this next one I found, the more I looked at it, you really could make a case that he deserves to be there. Uh, uh, i go with uh, his name is John Riggins. Yeah. He was a running back in the NFL Hall of Fame already. Uh, he played a lot. Of, he played 14 seasons with the Jets and Washington Redskins. That's, that's a long time to be a running back in the NFL. Yes. Especially like nowadays, you would never have that. You, no. You, you just wouldn't. Adrian Peterson – and Frank Gore, they stuck around, and I'm surprised they did it for as long as as they did. To be honest, yeah, uh, he played 175 games in those 14 seasons. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's <laughs> for a lot. running back, and like we said, back in that era, it was a hard nose era. So I mean, you got hit. You got you got hit a lot. Yep. Uh, he was a Big Eight rushing champion who broke uh, Gale Sayers' rushing record at the University of Kansas. Uh, he was the first pick of the New York Jets and the sixth player selected in the 1971 NFL Draft. He played for New York for five years. Was with the Redskins in '76 as a free agent. He had a nine-year tenure with the Redskins. It was interrupted in 1980 uh, when he set out the season. Doesn't I couldn't find out why. It says he voluntarily sat out the season <clears throat> in '80. I don't know why. Uh, he was '80. Yeah, 1980. Set, set, he voluntarily sat out the season. I don't know if it was because injury or if he just said, "I'm done." Whatever. Uh, he was 6'2", 230 pounds. He was not a very spectacular running back. If if you guys go watch some like, you know, videos on him on YouTube or whatever, he 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 wasn't he wasn't the he, he wasn't a guy you picture being a running back. To be honest, <laughs> he was kind of more built like a tight end. Uh, to be honest, uh, he was just a classic workhorse though. Uh, yes. he just he just got the ball, give it to me. I'm gonna run north south. Uh, I'm gonna take the hits. That's pretty much who he was. Uh, that was a specialist. Uh, he specialized in tough yardage. That that's what he was really known for. Uh, he carried the ball for uh, about 2,900 times. It was like twenty nine sixteen times for 11,352 yards, 104 touchdowns in his career. He caught 250 passes for just a little over 2000 yards. He had 12 touchdowns, uh, overall combined. He had like 13,000 something yards combined total, uh, uh are he had 116 touchdowns uh rushing and receiving combined. So I mean that's you no, know, that's decent.
0: Go Something ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry. I actually found why he he uh sat out in 1980. Oh, um, yeah, during was... during training camp in uh in July of 1980, Riggins requested to negotiate his $300,000 per year contract and the Redskins refused. Uh For he then 30. chose he then chose to leave the camp and the Redskins placed him on the left camp retired list, a move that made him ineligible to play for another team in the league. So therefore, Riggins sat out in the 1980 season and did not rejoin the Redskins until 81, when uh, when new Washington head coach Joe Gibbs traveled to Kansas to make a peace offering. And obviously, he came back that next season, and he managed to rush for 714 yards, but he scored 13 touchdowns. <laughs> uh, so Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in there before people forgot about uh, what you said about, you know, um, about the, you know, why, you know, the 1980 season. Cause that's, 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 that, you know, that's also really cool to look at because like their per year salaries, 300,000. Look at our salaries now. Oh dude. It's, it's actually outrageous, man. You know, I bet you these guys are like real, like some of these guys are like old timers now and they're probably like, these damn kids have no idea what I went through. I only made ten dollars a game, and they're making four million a pass. What is this?
1: Whippersnappers!
0: Those uh, damn whippersnappers.
1: Uh, so yeah, so I, no, that's, that's pretty cool though. Didn't know, uh didn't know they would restructure a three hundred thousand dollar contract. That's interesting.
0: And they uh, denied, and they denied it. And then this guy is a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, edgy in our opinion, I' we're, you know this is pretty this is actually pretty crazy, Dylan, and this is going to show um uh doing this podcast that I'm gonna go ahead and say that me and you are probably most likely most definitely probably gonna agree on probably about ninety five percent of the stuff oh probably yeah 100%. you know what I'm saying just because we have a lot of chemistry, you know what I'm saying we're really good friends in the in a, you know in our outside world, and uh I mean, yeah, so i i, I but. But when we, I hope we come across – okay, for our next episode, let's try to find either a guy that's in or a guy that's out. that to, to disagree
1: on? Yeah. You yeah.
0: Let, let's make it our homework. You find one guy that I think you'll argue with me with, and you find one guy. Now, I'm going to shit bricks if we pick the same dude. The same <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we're not going to tell each other if it's a guy that's in or if it's a guy that's out that we think should get in or a guy that's in that we shouldn't that, that, think get in. So, yeah. yeah. So – if, if we somehow pick the same guy, we, we need to go buy a lottery ticket together because, because that, dude, that would be crazy. So our next episode, we're going to try to have a Skip and Shannon uh, 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 debate, dude. I just think that would be awesome, dude. Oh, yeah, you you yeah. know how we get. You've seen them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> we, we've been I, – I I was hoping that maybe we disagree on one of these, but like you said, we'll probably agree on about 95% of them. Yeah. Uh, Riggins played in the 1982 and 1983 NFC Championship games. He played in two Super Bowls. Uh, he made – I guess he made the most of his off, his, his postseason appearances. Uh, he was the most valuable player in one of the Super Bowls. Uh, he had 38 carries for 166 yards. Uh, they beat uh, Miami 27 to 17. He worked over for 1,000 yards five times in his career and over 100 yards in 35 games. Uh, he rushed 200, 251 times for 996 yards and 12 touchdowns and nine postseason contests. He followed his uh, Super Bowl win with, uh, I guess, his best season ever, uh, where he rushed for 13, 1,347 yards and 24 touchdowns. Holy
0: dude, shit. Dude, for a running back, that is, that is crazy. Like, you get that out of a running back in a season? Like, if you're not in the Super Bowl, I mean, dude, that was like, I mean, <laughs> that was like having Jonathan Taylor on your team, but you got Carson Wentz as your quarterback and you lose to the Jaguars and you don't even make the playoffs. <laughs> <That's>
1: a, <laughs> that still blows my mind that he won. I mean,
0: dude, it's like you have a guy. Dude, you have a guy like that. I just – I don't know. I, I, that, I'm that i not a Colts fan. I do like the Colts. They're a good team. They really are. But, dude. You lose to Jacksonville. You lose the, you have the leading rusher like who – Killed the game, but then I see I'm not a Carson Wentz fan, so he, no, no one he is. to me, yeah, to, it, dude, I just no don't one. know how they were not in the playoffs, dude. That team would I, in my eyes, would have went far. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they, they,
1: had, they had potential to, they really did, but they run just, game lethal,
0: dude. They got Matty Ice this year, and I think they have a almost a majority of the team returning, uh, especially of the offensive core. AS yeah.
1: yes is going to bring something different to that team, man. I'm, oh, I'm, dude! I've already I'm not a Colts done. fan by any mean, but it'll be pretty exciting because the Falcons kind
0: of just dropped him. Yeah, I know that was so sad, dude. You
1: know, I, I mean, they did it right by him by trading him to a good team or whatever, like letting him. Yeah. go. they did, but to just let him go like that, I mean, kind of like pushing the blame off on him. For, for for their un, their unsuccessful seasons.
0: Uh, I mean, we got a really good friend and a brother who is uh, a Falcons fan, and even he tells us it wasn't it wasn't Matty Ice, it wasn't him.
1: Yeah, I mean, besides the twenty to three, that was that that might have been that that, that might have been that might have been something to do with some offense. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. I just know if you have a twenty five point lead in the Super Bowl. Uh, probably you probably should win that Super Bowl. I don't know. You know, you have a quarter and a half. You have a quarter and a half left to play, up twenty five points.
0: I mean, you got to look at the defense though, too. I mean, to let that come back.
1: I mean, mean, it's definitely the D. I'm just saying. I know. I know. I know what you mean. I know. I'm just saying, Matty Ice may or may not have had something to do with that too.
0: When you become
1: so unsuccessful. When you become so unsuccessful that that quick, you're up 25 points, and then you can't even complete passes, and you're, you're you're going four and out every possession, and then you have the greatest quarterback of all time driving down driving down the field every time after a four and out. That's but so I'm I mean yeah our best you know our, one of our good buddies Tyler. I just had to throw that out there. twenty to three, 25 point lead. I just I had to throw that out there. Imagine imagine blowing a 25 point lead. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, Riggins he averaged about th- uh, three point nine yards a carry for his career. That's 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 about. I think that's about average for most running backs to be honest. Unless Holy. you're just like Tiki Barber, you're just someone absolutely crazy.
0: Dude, this guy twenty NFL records. Twenty. Yeah, and. <laughs> And almost all of them, the first word is oldest. Oh no! Like, no, like no. oldest player too. Oh
1: really? So 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 he so he played a oh yeah he played fourteen seasons so so he was so he was doing stuff super old.
0: Yeah, it looks like thirty six was his when he was starting to set all these records Jesus. back then. Thirty
1: six—that's old for hard-nosed running. Bro. He has
0: twenty NFL records, and I would say fifteen of them. Are, Say oldest player too, like this one done most games with twenty rushing attempts after thirtieth birthday. Most rushing oh, touch. I don't give a shit about that record. <laughs> what is that? But here, here, oldest player to rush for one hundred and fifty yards in a game, thirty-five years old, seventy-one days. Oldest player to rush for three touchdowns in a game, thirty-six years old, seventy days. uh Oldest player to have a game with a hundred plus rushing yards and one rushing touchdown, thirty-six years. Uh uh here another oldest player to have 1200 rushing yards in a season 35. Uh oldest player to have 300 plus rushing attempts in a season 35. Now that's crazy. Yeah, that is. Now, now that's making me sound hella old because I'm 32. <laughs> and this is this is saying oldest player to have a 300 yard rushing rushing attempts in a season 35 and we're like damn, that is old like damn. But yeah, dude, that's crazy. Uh man, dude. That is, I don't know. There's a lot of questions. I guess you could, but yeah, reading more and more over this, I mean, I mean, he had 104 touchdowns. Yeah, I, mean. I mean, written over it. Obviously, this is,
1: uh, you know, we, we obviously give our opinions if the person should be there, but it's more more or less like, you know, it, that's it's it, you know your guys' opinion too. Do you guys, by what we're telling you, do we think you know? Do we think uh, do you think they deserve to be where they're at? Reading this, I guess you could make a case for either, but I personally, I think I'd probably lean more towards he probably he probably does deserve to be there.
0: Yeah, looking more at it, I mean, fourteen seasons. I mean, he's an NFL vet, eleven thousand yards. That's um, one hundred and sixteen touchdowns. That just, I mean, that's crazy. And then here we go. Here's our famous stat: he has one Super Bowl MVP and a championship. Um, so he's as the you guys phase. noticed.
1: Everyone that's been in the Hall of Fame, and we're
0: going to make sure all have, they all out. have a
1: Super Bowls. They all have them, right?
0: So we're, we're, we're we're building our case, Jordan. We're it's we're, we're building the case. There's some players. I mean, okay, yeah. Now you look at positions. Fourteen years for a running back is a long oh, no, time. No,
1: no, no, it is, and he did have like so, he had over eleven thousand yards or whatever for rushing. Yeah. And, uh, 104 touchdowns, 250 career receptions was it, which that's not a whole lot. 250 receptions isn't a whole lot, but no. Most running backs then weren't uh versatile or like a dual threat. Most of them were uh if you weren't, they didn't waste their time. So like now, like running backs like like Derrick Henry, for example, he's not the greatest pass catching back, but no. they're tra- but they're trying to make him into that as well. They want him to be versatile, they want him to be able to catch the ball when they need him to. Back then, I don't think they really gave a shit. I think if they figured out who you were, if you were like Eddie George or like Tiki Barber or sorry, if you were like Tiki Barber and you could catch the ball and run, great. You were dual threat, you were versatile, bam. If you were just a hard-nosed running running back, whatever. Just get the ball, run north-south, and get me a touchdown.
0: He he put uh he also played
1: fullback. Yeah, I see that now. Half, yeah, have, uh, yeah, played fullback and running back. So yeah, he um, was-
0: and just to throw out, we're not making a case for him. Obviously, he's already in, but I mean, uh, Super Bowl. He was a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. He was an NFL uh, Comeback Player of the Year in '78, first-team All-Pro. Uh, looks like one Pro Bowl, uh, two-time NFL rushing touchdown leader in '83 and '84, back-to-back seasons. That's pretty nice. Um, we could see that again in Jonathan Taylor. If, he, if I think it'll be up to him and Henry uh, this year, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I th- I think. Talking fantasy a little bit I think Austin Eckler Is going to be um, A oh, guy yeah. to pick too Yeah yeah He'll be a top three Running back I think this year Now because. see I, and I got number two pick this year Saf has one Who do you think Saf's taken? You think I think he's taken Henry
1: it would be Henry or Taylor I don't know Personally I think Derek Henry will probably, I mean you got to think Derrick Henry was going to be The best running back In the NFL this year if he If he didn't get hurt He yeah. was He was hurt And there was four weeks Where he was still The leading rusher Before Jonathan Taylor Passed him Yeah he was that far ahead of everybody, so yeah. yeah personally, I would take Derrick Henry because I know I'm going to get 40 carries out of him a game, at least 20, 25 to 30, at least at yeah. least 25 to 30 carries, and I know I'm going to get over 100 yards a game, and I'm at least going to get a touchdown. So, in fantasy point wise, I'm I, you're at least going to get 25 to 40 points, and that's great for a running a, back a game.
0: Uh, the other, uh,
1: other one would be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, pretty much the same guy, just faster. Uh, but those two should probably be the first off the board, to be honest, Jonathan Taylor and him. But I, I could make a case for Austin Eckler because he's a pass catching back too, but, uh, you know, he has more inconsistent games than yeah Taylor or anyone else. Uh, so, yeah, as far as John Riggins, uh, make your guys' case. Uh, the more we look at it, he does he does deserve to be there, but obviously you guys have your own opinion. You guys can form that. You guys can make the case yourself. Uh, he does have some iffy stats along the way. But overall, looked like he was a pretty solid running back. Yep, I agree. Uh, the last guy we're going to talk about is Dan Hampton. He, uh, I believe he was a defensive end for the Chicago Bears. Dan Hampton was a first-round draft pick uh, in the 1979 season, falling an All-American season. He played for University of Arkansas. So he was first-round draft pick by the Bears in '79. Uh, he played twelve seasons with the Bears. Uh, he earned uh, first or second team All Pro honors as uh, as a defensive tackle, defensive end, six times. That's great. Whatever uh, they call <laughs> him, they call him Danimal. That was his nickname for his ferocious style of play. Uh, he he, preser- uh, sorry, he preserved through ten knee surgeries. He had ten knee surgeries. That's still crazy. Still played football. Still play. Uh, and uh that was just knee surgeries. They said he had a bunch of other surgeries as well. Uh, he became recognized as one of the game's most dedicated players. Notice that dedicated players, not great, yes. dedicated. Congratulations, you're dedicated. Whoop do. do? <laughs> uh, they said he was they said he was an immediate uh, impact player as a rookie in his first season he had 70 tackles, forty eight were solos, uh two fumble recoveries, three passes, def- uh, defended, and two sacks. in nineteen eighty. He led the team in sacks with 11 and a half, 73 tackles. That was most by a Bears lineman. He, uh, his play earned him uh, the first of four Pro Bowl invitations, whatever, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, he played the on the right side of the defensive line. Uh, he led the Bears with nine sacks uh, in the 82 season, 71 tackles. He was the NFC defensive most viable player of the year. I don't. I mean, I know it's a different time of football. I don't whatever. <laughs> uh, he obviously had, like I said, he obviously had a bunch of injuries, ten knee surgeries, along with whatever else he had going on. They uh, said so the following season he missed uh, missed one game, and then he hyperextended his knee. Uh, his 11 and a half sacks that was the best of his career uh, for the '85 season. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, they only allowed 198 points that whole season. Uh, and they shut out both opponents uh in their in their NFC playoff games. So they only allowed 198 points the whole year. Whole year. That included playoffs. And both playoff games they played to get to the Super Bowl, up to it. They shut off, they shut out both guys. Man. Uh, they went on to destroy the Patriots 46 to 10 in the Super Bowl. They only allowed 123 yards and they sacked the Patriots quarterback seven times. Uh he moved back between defensive tackle and defensive end, it looks like, pretty much his whole career. Uh, in the 85 season, he still managed – I think it looks like he still managed to record about six and a half sacks, two fumble recoveries, yeah, uh, and defended four passes. Uh, so, like I said, it, what I can't get over is this stat right here. All right. He played 12 seasons, all at the Bears. Congrats. Yeah. He won a Super Bowl. Check mark that as hey,
0: mark that down.
1: Check mark that every player that's that, that we're talking about that's in the hall of fame, super bowl. Check mark it 12 seasons, 57 sacks. That is it. What, how are you in the hall of fame? I don't understand what I read off to you. Didn't even look like he had the most he had in a season was 11 and a half sacks. It didn't even sound like he had that great of a career. It sounded to be honest like he had. A, a good career, not a great one. It, it sounded like he was above average. He had a good career. That's what it sounded like. It yeah. wasn't great. When you think of NFL Jordan, what do you think of NFL or uh, NFL Hall of Fame? What do you think of?
0: Oh, you know, I mean, I mean, good stats, uh, high end stats, records. Um, I mean, obviously, we championships, kind of greatest players. In the yeah. game, yeah, best In players the of the game. Yeah, there you go. 57 sacks. Bro. How is that great? Bro, listen, listen. What? So, my stat thing that I use, okay. This is what it says about Dan Hampton, okay. No, god, what Wait I, on me. When I pulled this up, and I was like, it doesn't even have his pitcher, and it has a bunch of zeros, and like it's like they haven't even filled it out. This is what it says. Dan Hampton played 12 seasons for the 12 seasons for the Bears. He played but didn't record a tackle. He was selected to play in four pro bowls and one, one championship. He was inducted into the hall of fame in 2002. That's all it says. It says he played, but didn't record a tackle. What, what does, what does that mean? I, I like, and this is on a, a big, like, like a stat, like, um, website that I use that I've used for years and I'm highly trusted. And, and, and yeah, I, I, what this, it literally says he played, but didn't record a tackle. So you're telling me he played and all he did was get sacks. That's it. So you're telling me in 1982 um, he played nine games and he got nine sacks. So that means he touched the guy with the ball one time a game for nine games. And this guy's in the hall of fame.
1: Yeah. So what? Here-
0: because, because, Oh, what is that? What? What is that, Dylan? That's a championship. That's a championship. And That's the greatest what? Championship ever, <laughs> you know, you could
1: argue between them and, and the Legion of Boom in their era, uh, but one of the greatest defenses to ever play football, ever. Yes, so, yes. And a championship. But yes. here's, here's what I got here. 1979, played 16 games, zero sacks. <laughs> 1980, 16 games, zero sacks. 1981, 16 games, zero sacks. 82, nine games. I didn't get that. Nine sacks. 83, 11 games, five sacks. 84, 15 games, 11 and a half sacks. 85, 16 games, six and a half sacks. 86, 16 games, 10 sacks. 87, 8 games, 3.5 sacks. 88, 16 games, 9.5 sacks. 89, 4 games, 2 sacks. 1990, 14 games. Another goose egg. Zero <laughs> sacks. 157
0: games total. 57 sacks. That's- so I would I would love. I would love to hear why he's in the Hall of Fame. And it better not because better not be because he has that championship.
1: That averaged to 2 sacks, 2.7 sacks a game That's what that averaged out to in his whole career. 12 seasons, 157 games, 57 sacks.
0: And obviously it's saying, you know, he played, but he didn't record a tackle because he played the offensive line. And you don't make tackles. So I guess it's kind of like spitting fire at him. But, I mean, that's so funny. This says that on my stat thing because I just – It literally is showing nothing but sack numbers, and I've never seen this this bear before. I've never in my life. It's just showing the sacks. Does it? Is it telling you how many tackles he has and stuff?
1: Let's see. I mean, because I,
0: it's not saying it on here. I mean, you gotta have head tackles. There's no way. Look at every tackle tackle category is empty and every sack category is full. Some have zeros in them, but they still have numbers there.
1: Okay. A key player in Chicago's defensive line from 1979 to 1990, whenever he retired, uh, he had four pro Bowls, uh, twice as, as a defensive tackle, twice as a defensive end. He is credited, uh, so this one says, uh, so I was going off the Hall of Fame website. So the Hall of Fame website, oh, okay, Hall of Fame website has him at 57 sacks total. This is on the Hall of Fame website, so I I gotta believe that, right? Uh, this credits him with 653 tackles in his pro- in his professional career. Hmm. This one says including 82 sacks, which places him third in Bears history. Even with 82 sacks, if if that is correct, 82 sacks, even with that. Over 12 years, there. No, no, 653 tackles is what they credit him with in his career. So he played,
0: so that would have been six sacks, uh, a, a average six, like six or seven sacks a season,
1: and four tackles a game is what that averages out to. He tackled the guy. Four times on average, that's average, average, average. So, yeah, man, my eyes get out of here. Doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Doesn't you're no, you're, 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 I mean, I understand it was a different time, and I understand like Tiki Bar and these guys weren't around then, but like you can't be snubbing guys like this and then allow guys like that in. I, like I said, I understand it was a different time. Tiki Barber them one around in that time. I get that. He played for one of the greatest Stevens of all time. They won a championship, blah, 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 great for you. No one really cares.
0: Yeah. But you have to have the same standards. That's what I'm trying to that, – that, that's what I'm trying to I get. I know. I know, and it's like this same. does not make any sense. This is one yeah. of those good ones, and, I mean, yeah, like this is the Chicago guy. I mean, obviously, we didn't watch this guy, but um, it's like I, I don't get it. Like, okay, yeah, he went to four Pro Bowls. Okay, cool. We're thr- – three of them are what you said he went for two as offense and three is two Uh, as defense two as a defensive tackle two as a defensive end four okay so yeah so two of those years he was at a different position and then he won one championship i I, what i I don't know i mean maybe maybe there wasn't really any guys um that were doing anything close to this maybe and that's why they elected him in in 2002 but you would think 2002 like you're starting to see these guys are. Are already better than him in there. Has more 57 sacks in their first like five seasons, yeah. And, and and I get
1: what you're saying. You made a very good point. Maybe there's guys in that time era that wasn't doing what he was doing, yeah. But when Tiki Barber is one of three people to have these certain records and he's not in the hall of fame, that, that then, then it doesn't make sense, yep. So it had. Super Bowl. I'm, I, I'm still going off the fact that it has to be because he was on the greatest defense of all time and he won a Super Bowl. I, I, that's what I have to believe.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, it could be the fact that he switched positions and was... I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. This just puts another check mark by our point. This is one of the reasons why we started this podcast because we had, there's a lot of valid points we can make here and they're great arguments. They so, it's like... How, I just, I just, I just want to know, is there, there's got to be more reasons that these people are are in than, than, than we're being told. You know, I, I don't know, man. Is there something fishy going on? I don't know. I I don't know. All I know is that everyone that's in
1: and three of the four guys that we've talked about that are in, I don't think should be there. And we've agreed on it. They all have one thing in common. Super Bowls. Yeah. Tiki Barber, one of three people next to Marcus Allen, Marshawn Lynch.
0: That doesn't have a Super Bowl.
1: 22, 22, uh Giants record, or, uh, Giants records, not in the NFL. Eddie George, twenty-eight Titans records, not in the NFL, yep. but nope. or not, not in the Hall of Fame. Whatever. You know, I, I, I don't know. But like I said, we have our opinion. We don't think he should be there. You guys can form your opinion. We just bring the stats to you guys. You guys listen. We enjoy it. We appreciate it. But you guys have your own. You guys have your own opinion to form. We just kind of bring you guys our opinion and what we think. So you guys can have some more insight. Yep. Uh, Other than that, that's all I have uh, for today. Jordan, do you have anything else?
0: Um, no, that was a, that was a pretty good episode. Um, I really like the guys we covered. Um, and we kind of left the, uh, big spicy one to the end where it's like, is that guy in, you know what I'm saying? We really want to throw that last guy in there. So that was a really good pick by you. um, uh, I can't wait for next week's or next week's episode. Um, I guess we can go ahead and plug our other shows. Um, I'm the host of the Between the Uprights. Um, I got another show dropping this week sometime, maybe Friday, I think. Um, Friday night, maybe. I don't know if you're free or not, but I am doing the NFC North. Um, so Green Bay's Bears and Vikings and all them. So um, obviously Dylan is a Bears fan. So I would love, love to have him on to talk shit on the, uh, his rivals, his division rivals, uh, Uh, throughout the years and uh, get his input and outputs on the records come or the uh, schedule coming up for this next year for the bears. Um, And obviously we'll talk about uh, their QB situation where we think that's going um, what his ex QB could possibly do this year with a new team um, and everything like that. So uh, (laughs) um, tune into between the uprights on the variety sports podcast. You can find us on all social media platforms. Um, uh, Yeah, man, that's, that's all I got. From yep. My end.
1: yep, and uh, I do some other shows as well. I do like Best of the Best with uh, uh another host you guys know, Brian Saffle. I also do uh, Monster of the Midwest that's going to start back up.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm
1: gonna do a, a kind of like a, a regrouping episode here, on like, the next two weeks or so, uh, right before the season starts. That way, uh, kind of I'll kind of discuss everything that's going on with the Bears, but obviously, you guys will know about that if you guys uh, tune in, but I, I also do that. Uh, make sure you guys up here. We have, uh, make sure you guys like, and subscribe YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us a variety sports. Uh, as you guys see up here, you guys can type in a variety sports network. It'll pop as well. That's what we are. So make sure you guys, please go to our YouTube channels, uh, anything we have, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, make sure you give us like share, uh, subscribe to YouTube. If you go on there, we really appreciate it. Trying to make this thing grow. Make sure you check out all of our other shows as well uh we got stuff for any fans out there uh we got uh we got some blues shows we got the cardinals chronicles we got the seven inning stretch i think there's one called the the five hole or is that what it's called yep 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 uh, that's blues that that's a blues one uh we got uh we got one that just started not too long ago uh, college football so really yep. whatever you guys are into we have it we have nfl we have uh, college football we got hockey we got uh, baseball uh any of the big sports uh, that you guys really want to watch We got it. Make sure you guys check us out on all these platforms. You guys can find any of the shows there. Uh, Like, share, subscribe, follow us. You guys will always get uh, notifications when we're going to go live with shows or any of that business. So we'd really appreciate it. Yep. Other than that, that's all I have. And we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of A Place in Canton.